What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Devils of the Deke with your host, Nick Scortino. So, we have um, some very good news to talk about in terms of this Devils Rangers series. Basically, it has taken a turn for the best for the New Jersey Devils so far. Um, they have basically gone on to win three straight games in this series after going down 2-0. Um, obviously, in the last episode, you know, me and Anthony were talking you know, about basically about how we wanted this to, to go. I think we touched a little bit on, um, you know, how the Devils went, uh, game went, um, when they won 2-1 to, you know, go, uh, to win their first game of the series. So when they went up 2-1, which is the first, um, game that Akira Schmid played, which, you know, he made 35 saves at a point nine seven two save percentage. And then obviously Dougie Hamilton was the hero of that game scoring in overtime. So, yeah, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of good things have happened since then, really. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, in game 4, uh Devils go and win 3-1. Um Jonas Siegenthaler scored the game-winning goal, which is great for him. Uh Jack Hughes got the scoring um scoring done very quickly into that game with a very long pass from the Devils defensive zone to um Jack Hughes was on a breakaway one-on-one with Shesterkin, and Jack Hughes calmly and coolly put it away. I mean, it was a beautiful goal. Um, great state, uh, you know, great hands by by him. Obviously, you know, he's been doing that all year, but just really good, um, you know, really good play by uh, Jack Hughes and Siegenthaler. Um, Vincent Trocek scored the Lone Rangers goal that game, and Andre Palat netted a uh, empty netter to seal the deal in the uh, late in the third period. So, yeah, they um they've made a, a big big switch in momentum for this series so far. Um the Devils have really just outplayed. I mean, there's really not much else to say. I mean, um just in the the 3-1 game, they uh the shots are tied 23-23. Um the Rangers outhit them by 3 hits. The Devils won nine more faceoffs, and the Devils unfortunately had um, two more penalty minutes than the New York Rangers. But yeah, it's just been a big switch in momentum. Really, I mean, they've the Devils have figured out a way to to really just play their hockey again, which I think they they were trying to do things that they weren't comfortable with in those first two uh, games, which were very rough to watch, but. I think they've they've really figured out um, how they need to play their hockey and how they've elevated their style of play to, you know, match the New York Rangers' energy. And it, I think it's been it's been very good. They've been getting some very good um, defensive minutes from all of their defensemen. John Marino, um, Ryan Graves has been um, he's shaky in the beginning, but he he's definitely turned uh, turned it around. Really started playing like the Ryan Graves we all know. Um, Obviously, Dougie Hamilton's been been great, and so um, Siegenthaler's also been good. Um, you know, he was scratched in that game too, but that was also kind of funky. Um, I don't really think he should have been the one taken out of that lineup for Brennan Smith, but you know, I'm not the head coach, so I don't make the decisions. <laughs> but yeah, so him, uh, obviously, Kevin Ball and Damon Severson have have played well too. Um, I'm not sure if I said Severson, but. Um, you know, that, that third pairing for defensemen has been, has been very good so far. 
Um, basically, Kevin Ball is playing significantly better than I thought he would. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's there's some plays that he's making where um, he's just at one point he was holding up to um, you know two Rangers players on the boards. I was like, good for you. It's it's kind of something the Devils have needed. They really haven't had this like big physical defenseman to kind of change the style of play when he's out on the ice. And Ball's really been doing that. And he's just. I'm going to talk a little bit more um, uh, in a little bit when we get into um, the game uh, game five. So once we get into game five, I'll get into a little bit more about um, what he did. But yeah, he's been he's just been a very good uh, overall player so far in these playoffs, and I'm very um, happy he has been because they the Devils have definitely needed some type of defenseman like that, and to get that now. And to have it work out has been absolutely fantastic. So yeah, basically the the just the momentum has really just changed in in this team. And you know, as I stated, you know they they've been getting some good uh, defensive minutes from their def- uh, defensemen. Uh, their offense has been clicking a little bit more, taking more um, you know high intensity shots and better overall shots as opposed to just trying to make the extra pass to you know have some sort of scoring chance that then gets broken up by the Rangers. They're not doing that as much. Um, their power play is still a little bit stagnant, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers as long as they're able to really, you know, hunker down and take the better um, shot. I think it will, it can continue to work out better for them. But, yeah, obviously then too, you know, I can't really finish this segment without, without talking about Akira Schmidt. I mean, he's been unbelievable. Um, you know, in that game against the Rangers, he made, you know, 22 saves um, uh, against the Rangers uh, in game four. And in game one, uh, you know, he made, 30, he made 35 saves. 35 saves in his first um, NHL playoff game. That is just fucking unbelievable. And... He's he's really turned into a stud for the New Jersey Devils so far. I mean, and you know, not to not to discredit Vanacek in any sort of way. I, it's just with Vanacek, I think fatigue set in. Um, he's a he's been a backup goalie for the uh, Washington Capitals, and you know, him and Samsonov were you know flip flopping back and forth, and there's you know. Not much to, you know, really go on with that, but with him, you know, coming into the Devils team this year and basically being slotted in as the starter, I mean, you know, fatigue will set in, and that started to set in towards the end of the season, um, which sucked. But, yeah, he's just <clears throat> he's still – I still think he's a very good goalie, um, but I, I think that he has officially won the, in my opinion, uh, based off of what's going on right now with the Devils. I think Akira Schmidt is the the starting goalie next year, and I think Vitek Vanacek will back him up, and Blackwood is is going to go because Blackwood has not been healthy, has not been productive, has not really done much for them, and I think Vanacek and Akira Schmidt is definitely going to be a very good goalie tandem going forward for them. 
And it also lessening the load on Vanacek will keep him a little bit more fresh because if that fatigue doesn't set in, it'll definitely help out a little bit more uh, more later in the season next year. But yeah, Kier's mid stud. Uh, there's nothing, not much else to really say about that so far. But before we break down Game Five, um, you know, don't forget to check out all of the great podcasts over on the Chop Sports uh, Podcast Network. And here's a word from our sponsors. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. All right, now let's dive into Game 5. So, luckily enough, I was able to attend Game 5 live. Um, It was a lot of fun. It was great being back in the Prudential Center for playoff hockey. Um, I'm happy I was able to get the opportunity to see the Devils in a non-elimination game. Uh, you know, and really didn't really want to see them with their backs up against the wall. So I was happy they were able to win those two games at Madison Square Garden to even the series at two two before coming into this game. And yeah, um, they took a shit on the Rangers. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Kira Schmid, third playoff game, first career playoff shutout. Yes, yes, you all heard that correctly. Play, first career playoff shutout in his third career NHL playoff game, which is unbelievable. I mean, he he just looked great. There was this one save that he made that I'm you know sitting in my seat like holy shit. The, I think the puck went in, and I see the ref make the signal for no goal. So I'm like, okay, but where's the puck? And Puck comes flying out, and it ended up going into um, the Rangers' uh, net, which was empty. So um, I believe that was Eric, Eric Hall I got that empty netter. Yeah. And they go back to the pre- the 
pre like the uh review not the review the um the replay i don't know why i couldn't think of that for a second but they go back to the replay and schmid threw had it with his blocker threw his arm across the crease and blocked the puck from going in which was unbelievable to do and he's 22 years old doing that which is unbelievable to to think that he you know is doing that at the at 22 years old he's basically he's still a kid and he was unbelievable to watch in person um the atmosphere was fantastic uh you know the last time i was there at a playoff game was 2018 um i went to the i went to game it was game four of the uh playoffs so the uh, Devils are down 2-0 in the series going going home. They won their first game uh, against Tampa in 2018 uh, at the Prudential Center. And then I was at the game that they lost. And then they uh, the next game in that series, they eventually uh, lost in Tampa. So it was unfortunate. But, you know, that was just not their year. And now they've waited to come back uh, to the playoffs this year after the stellar season they had. And, you know, with their backs against the wall, in uh, game three, you know, turn it on game, um, you know, get that scrappy OT playoff win. And then for their first, first win of the 2023 uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, and then, you know, go on to beat the Rangers three, one. And, you know, now to, to see them, to see them live win four, nothing was unbelievable because I I did not think that that was going to even happen. But I had a feeling, and this is going to sound really stupid, but me and my brother get to the Branch Center. Uh, we meet up with some friends outside. We're, you know, outside having a, having a beer or two. And, you know, we, when we go to go inside, the Branch Center's uh, security sometimes takes really long to get in. So it took me and my brother 25 minutes to get in. We're going up the escalator, and the goal horn starts going off. And I'm like, holy shit, what just happened? Andre Palat scored very, very early into the uh, beginning of this game, and I missed it. Now, one other time that has happened with me, and that was the home opener last year against the Chicago Blackhawks. Me and my buddy Kyle were going up uh, up the escalators, and we were we were getting to, uh, going towards our seats, and we hear the goal horn go off, and Dougie Hamilton had scored his first game, uh, goal of the uh, in his Devils career. Uh, actually, I think that was. T- Oh, it might have been two years ago, one year. Well, I'm the dates are getting a little fuzzy in my head if I'm being honest. But so that happened, and then um, so I had a feeling that it was going to be a decent game based off of that because obviously Jack Hughes uh, went on to win that game in overtime. Uh, you know, against the Chicago Blackhawks, throwing his stick up into the uh, into the air or into the crowd. I mean, but so. Yeah, I unfortunately missed Andre Palakko, which it uh, sucked because it was his fiftieth uh, playoff goal, and you know he did his he did his uh, you know his celebration, which was uh, pretty cool to see afterwards. I uh, you know I didn't get to see it live, but I was there, just didn't get a chance. But he um, you know great to see him get uh, get it going, and yeah, then basically it was just all Eric Halla uh, after that. I mean, you know. Uh, he scored on the power play off a nice tip in from a shot by Daw- uh, Dawson Mercer and is also assisted by Damian Severson. And then he goes on to assist Dawson Mercer's first playoff goal of his career, which is which was a shorthand goal, which I was 
so uh, amazed by just seeing them do that. I mean, the the poise that Halla had to wait for the perfect time to set up Mercer, and it it fooled um, Shesterkin, and, and Mercer had this beautiful one-timer lined up perfectly, and then obviously Eric Hall is able to get that empty netter at the end, uh, which was assisted by Nico Heischer and Ryan Graves. So overall, they... And when, uh, when you hear these stats that I'm about to read, it's f- disgusting with with what had, with how this went. So um, shots, the Devils took 43 shots, and the Rangers had 22. And most of those shots by the Devils came in the third period, which is ridiculous. But... Um, the Rangers uh, out hit the Devils by 20 hits, uh, 43 to 23. Um, faceoffs were dead even at 23-23, and the Rangers had 29 penalty minutes, and the Devils had 13. So, yeah, basically, the Rangers just laid down and died. And I was kind of surprised. I was kind of shocked, honestly, sitting in my seat watching this because I was like, you know, you guys had all the utmost confidence coming into Game Three, and um, you know, the Devils were able to, to snag that one and they were able to get that 3-1 win. I was kind of like, you know, you go down 2-2 in this series, what kind of adjustments are you going to make? And Gallant didn't make any adjustments. He basically threw out the same lineup, whereas the Devils, and as much as I've made my comments about Lindy Ruff uh, in the past, Lindy Ruff has made some pretty decent adjustments in terms of playing a Schmid, which I was, I'm happy that, it's well. I'm happy he's not. It's not Blackwood. I'm happy that Akira Schmidt was the one that got the the nod. Obviously, because I think Akira Schmidt played a lot better in the regular season. But you know, just the the combinations of the lineups. I mean, you know, you move Timo Meyer up to the uh, first line. You bring in Curtis Lazar to uh, bolster the, that fourth line of Nate Bastion and um, shit. I'm drawing a blank on who's on that fourth line. Because it's Nate Bashan. Obviously, Miles Woods is nowhere near this lineup, which should stay that way for the foreseeable future. Um, now it's bothering me. I don't know who's in that. <laughs> I don't know who's on that fourth line. Um, it might have been Boquist was on that fourth line. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Jesper Boquist. Because then it was um, Michael McLeod and um, I think Dawson. Yeah, Michael McLeod, Dawson Mercer, and. Uh, Tomas Tatar is that third line with Palat, Hughes, and Halla, and then Meyer, Heischer, Brat as that first line. Yep, I got. Th- I'm pretty sure I got that correct. But yeah, they um they've just been great. Also, I'd like to say Kevin Ball in this game. Literally, he 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 basically laid a hit on two out of the three Rangers. Uh, players all from the same line in the same like sequence he literally hit one up against the boards went down uh backtracking behind the net to go uh go crash the puck hit another dude and then um ultimately ended up fighting (laughs) Barkley Goodrow which I I have a nice video that I'll share on uh Instagram (laughs) but it was it was crazy to see a a playoff fight and it was crazy to see how scrappy it got too I was I was still kind of surprised that it was like that even with the even with the scoreline the way it was, but yeah, it was um, it, it it was just it was just awesome 
uh, to be there again. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I was able to, uh, purchase a ticket to this because, you know, I haven't, I haven't had that much fun really, uh, in terms of like playoff sports in a very long time. Um, and you know, 2018 was when I went the last time was not great. Obviously the devils didn't uh, win that game and it was a little bit rough to watch, but it was, um, it was just so much fun. Uh, you know, I know I keep saying that I I'm still just kind of in awe of, you know, what I was able to watch and, you know, listening to the Prudential center, uh, be that loud and, you know, the, the chants and all those types of things. It was just, it was just so much fun. It was so much fun. And I'm, you know, I'm excited. Uh, obviously they take on the Rangers tonight at, um, at MSG. So we're going to see how that goes. I'm, I'm hoping they can close the series out in six and not go to game seven. Cause I'll be heartbroken if they go to game seven and they, they don't end up winning this, uh, series, but, they whoever wins this is gonna have a uh, date with the Carolina Hurricanes, who were able to uh, win an OT off of a Paul St- uh, Stastny uh, overtime winner. So I'm, um, you know, I think they, I think the Devils can get this win uh, on uh, tonight. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough because I have a feeling the Rangers are gonna make adjustments now. It just kind of is all going to depend on what adjustments they make and how they come out playing in that first period. Because if the Devils can capitalize in the first period, I think that they can, they can really give it to the Rangers. And if they can do that, this um, then they can end this series. And if they can end this series tomorrow, I will be ecstatic. Um, you know, it would be great to to see them advance to the next round of the playoffs. So I'm hoping that they can get that done. And, um, yeah, that, um, that pretty much wraps everything up. So, um, you know, excited for, for the game tonight. Gonna, you know, gonna sit down and watch it. And, um, you know, hopefully it's, hopefully it's a good one. Let's, let's just keep it at that. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that wraps everything up. So, Thank you all for listening, and I hope you all have a fantastic day.